Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to be here with you for this episode today on how to be a resilient author. Because here's one thing I know about you authors. You need to have resiliency when you're writing the book. You also need to be resilient as you go through the publishing process, especially the editing process for some of you. And boy, oh boy, do you need to have resilience as you proceed through the launching, the promotion, the marketing of your book so that you can impact people for years to come with this book that you write just once. Because you write it once, be marketed forever, and that does take resiliency. So I am thrilled that today I have with me not only an amazing two-time award-winning author, Beth Kennedy, but she was also a client. I helped her birth this amazing book that she wrote called Career Recharge. Five Strategies to Boost Resilience and Beat Burnout. Now, one thing that I want you to know about Beth as we talk today is that she brings to the table 20 years of experience in her role as a leadership and executive coach. And she is a resiliency training expert and international speaker. And she may share a little bit about uh, she was able to leverage just the forthcoming book to get her first international speaking engagement in Madrid, Spain, I believe is where it was. And most recently, her book just came out on audiobook. So if you're an audiobook person, you can find that everywhere. Again, career recharge on audiobook. Beth is the kind of person who impacts lives through speaking to corporations and training people in small businesses, nonprofit organizations, and she works with individuals as well. But the interesting thing about Beth that I want you to know, amazing, gifted, talented leader, professional, coach, writer, speaker, but she's also a newly converted like cat lover that just brought a dog into her home as well. So she's just a joy to be around all the way around. So welcome, Beth, to today's show. Thank you, Christine, and really excited to be here today. Well, I am too. And what I, where I love starting with all of my guests is to have you share a little bit about like, how did you come upon authorship? Was it a childhood dream? Was it purely business strategy? Because you are a very savvy businesswoman. Like, what brought you to authorship in this amazing book, Career Recharge? Yeah, it is such a great question. I was just at a point where I was getting asked to speak at different leadership conferences in the Boston area, mostly in Boston. And there's one in particular for the pharmaceutical and the healthcare. It's called Healthcare Business Women's Association. And I was all excited. I got selected to talk and present. And it went really well. And I came home and I, my husband said, how did it go? And I said, it went well, but I feel like something is missing. I was surrounded by speakers and everyone else had books. And I felt like something is missing. And from that point on, I just felt like this little piece of me, it just, it, it kept on nagging on me and my, my business was going well and I love what I did. But I said, you know what? I have something I really need to share and put it together in a package 
like some of these other individuals that were all around me. I was the only individual that did not have a book. And I have to say, I just felt like it was something I needed for me, for my credibility, just for my professionalism. And, you know, the confidence and the clarity that comes along with being an author and being able to be that speaker that's holding your own with your book in your hand after being on a stage like that is it also catapults every other aspect of your business because that missing piece that you felt was now in place. And I've, I've seen you flourishing, you know, since adding that piece to the puzzle. It was unbelievable. And it was one of these things where I kept on pretending, oh, it's not that important. Because, you know, again, talking about resiliency, oh, oh, we're so busy, we're so busy, we're so busy. But then when I really made it a priority and the book came out, and now that I'm seeing all the opportunities that has led me to, I realized, wow, you know what? For me, it wasn't just like a nice thing to do. It was a really important step in my career. And it was a lot of hard but fun work to get it done. Well, we do our best to make it fun <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and to help you have fun with it for sure. I'm just curious, like, what would you say was the biggest aha, right? There's this before picture where you kind of felt like, oh man, there's just something missing. Like you were experiencing success. You were getting on these stages, but there was this missing piece of your, you know, professional portfolio, if you will. What would you say was like one of the biggest ahas or the biggest surprises that you experienced having gone through the process of writing this book. And I'm not talking about like the howler monkeys that were waking us up in the middle of the night when we were in Costa Rica on a writing retreat, not that kind of surprise, but what other kind of aha or surprise would you say came for you personally through this process? Yeah, it was really interesting. I think what I realized was for me anyway, for a really important goal the aha I realized was I have to have structure and I have to be surrounded by a lot of support mm. and I have to make a serious, serious commitment. And I think once those three ingredients, once I realized I had to make those my focus, then I also, and everyone who knows me, all my friends and family will say from the very beginning, when I started with your program, I said, with writing my book, I said, I am going to make this fun. And I am going to make this something that I'm always happy that I did. It's kind of like you hear nightmares and people plan their wedding. I say, you need to make it fun. So with the book, I think the greatest aha for me was if you figure out the right process for you, and for me, it was being in your program, you can get that goal, but also have fun doing it. Because I decided I've seen people get advanced degrees and have nervous breakdowns. And then I also realized, wow, I'm really practicing what I preach because that's part of my whole resiliency model. So it was so the part, and I think it was really exciting to be able to use what I'm teaching in my book for myself and see it work. Oh, heck, absolutely. I know a lot of people go through that experience as they're writing. It's like, man, like I'm really having to apply what I want to teach through my own process of getting this message out onto the page. So right. um, I love that that happened for you too. It's pretty powerful when that happens. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So as we talk about this concept of resiliency, and I love how you talk about you brought in the element of fun. And as I said, you know, we on our end supporting you through that process and everyone else in the program, like we try to make it fun and pleasurable and enjoyable and meaningful and not all like serious, hardcore. But when you talk about like resiliency, because a lot of authors, you know, they do, they get kind of burnt out. They don't have the right structure of support around them. They're, they feel 
isolated, they feel overwhelmed, they don't have the time, and they feel anything but resilient on this writing journey. So what kind of wisdom can you share about resiliency? Is the opposite of resiliency just being stressed out? Like, help our authors understand how they can access more resiliency in their journey of writing. Yeah, this is something that's really important to me because I do feel like, you know, right now, because of the way there's such kind of chaos, I feel like throughout the the world, our states, our cities, that I feel like we're hearing this word a lot, but I feel like it's, some people are misinterpreting it. And when I think of resilience, and this is what I say to my clients, it's not just about, someone said to me once in, in a class, oh, is it about just like getting those punches and handling them? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's about taking care of ourselves. So we have the energy to manage change, chaos, and to move forward. So I really can apply this to the whole book writing process because my model, which got created as part of a coaching process that I used for many years, which is called the Bonatti Resiliency Model, all five areas I think are so key for authors and I think are also built into the program, which is why the program was so, so helpful for me. And can I just say, for those of you wondering, like Beth is talking about my Get Your Book Done Accelerator program, it's a very intensive, highly supportive kind of community. And you can just go to christinecloser.com slash accelerate or just accelerate. Like if you want to accelerate your book and have the kind of support that Beth did, again, just christinecloser.com forward slash accelerate. But back to what I just felt like to be like, what program is she talking about? Yeah, there you have it. Um, Thank you. Back to your points. (laughs) So what I found and the way the, the model, my, the Bonatti Resiliency Model, which, which every single area of it is brain-based and science-based. So in my book, there's specific examples, but I feel like it's so important as an author to look at all five areas. And the first one is something that we all know common sense is important, but it's that whole idea of well-being, our physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And I think what often happens, and I saw some of this with some of the authors in the program, is our own self-care sometimes goes on the back burner because, okay, I, I really have to get this done. I really have to get this done. And we all know if we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not going to have the energy. We're not going to have the passion. So that's that first piece that we all know about. And I think that one of the things that I mentioned you know, to the group that I got to know really well in Christine's program is... I start every morning off with 10 minutes of the Calm Meditation app. And I did that through the whole time of writing my book. And again, it's all these, I always say in my classes, my resiliency classes, it's little tiny investments. So what are the little tiny things you can do every day for your resiliency? Because at the end, that's going to really help you with your creative juices, with your brain, helping you write. So so that's the first one is well-being. The second one is self-awareness. And that really is getting clear on, you know, your purpose. Why are you doing it? And again, a lot of this, if those of you that decide to be part of the program, you know, there's a bunch of questions to think about that. But the why is so important. That's our motivation. But the other thing is really having a growth mindset, because if we constantly just look at all the challenges that come from it, which often come from this, and we're trying to balance A and B and C and D, and we're stressed out, you know what? We're really not writing the book the way we want to write the book. So mm, self-awareness so true. is so huge. It's so huge. And I'm, and I'm sure you've seen, Christine, the people that just get too negative all the time. It's like it affects everything. 
Yes, sure does. And then the third area of my model is called brand. And what I mean by that are, is what are your strengths? What are the things that differentiate you? And again, this is what's going to make you as an author stand out. And those of you that want to speak, you know, if you know your brand as an author or whatever your book is about, and you're clear about that, then when you're with other people, you're going to be so surprised at the opportunities. For example, I was just saying to a class I was teaching, I was recently flying. Um, I had an opportunity to speak, to do a keynote, my first keynote in England in December. And I sat next to someone on the plane. And, and of course, what do you do? And I said, believe it or not, I'm a leadership coach that focuses on preventing burnout. And I'll, right away, he's like, do you have a business card? <laughs> so again, if I didn't know my brand, I would have said I'm a leadership coach and there's a zillion leadership coaches. Yes. So those of you that are writing books, and if you already have a book, I always say, can you answer this question? What are the top three strengths about you that make you stand out? How are you different? And what is the reputation you want to have? So for me, it's really, really, really important that every time I speak, whatever it is, I'm always making an impact. And even if someone calls me for a 10 minute informational interview, I always want to like just leave with the best impression. And so people understand my brand. So as an author to keep thinking about that through the process. And I think the other thing before we get on to number four, Beth, I just want to point out here that for those of you listening who may struggle with the fact that, you know, you're writing a book about health and there's a gazillion books out there right. about health. If you really nail this third component that Beth is talking about to help you be a resilient author, this brand and these strengths, when you really get connected with that, it doesn't matter how many books are written on your topic because you have this faith and this belief and this sense of strength in yourself that you really are the only person who can do what you do the way you do it. And you're the only person who can write your book the way that you can say it. So I just felt like it was important with this. Yeah, and, tool. and you made me think of something else about the program that I just want to, again, I just want to add another kind of very unique part about this program Christine was talking about is they have a piece of the program where you spend a great amount of time on your back cover copy. You know, that's part of your brand. That's part of what the other piece of, of when I talk about brand is what's the impact you want to make. So I didn't realize, of course, if I was just doing this on, on my own, I would have never realized how important that was. And again, it's just another unique piece of Christine's program where I've gotten a lot of speaking opportunities because I think, you know, when people look on Amazon, my back cover copy is really strong and that pops right off Amazon. So I'm just, I just want to say that all these little pieces go not only for you psychologically, but also every piece of the book needs to have that clear piece of your brand. You bet. And if you, ha I'll just say real quick here, I don't know that you listen to my podcast or not regularly, Beth, but in case you missed it, just last week, I did a solo episode on back cover copy titled the 250 most important words you'll ever write for your book. So if you missed last week, go back and listen because you'll get some insider secrets on back cover copy. Perfect segue. And then the fourth area of my Benati resiliency model is connection. So as an author, and this is something, or an inspiring author, this is just so important as just to surround yourself with people that fill your bucket. And again, I had an opportunity to do that with the book writing program with Christine, but I will tell you, my neighbors know this, I was very careful during that time of writing my book, who I said yes to and who I said no to. 
And I spent a lot of time with my neighbors who made us who are retired and made us lovely dinners because they were filling up my bucket. So it sounds little, but of the five areas, that connection, I think, is one of the most important to be able to have the energy you need to accomplish this goal. Because there are so many things that can pull you in so many directions, which is why it's so important to think about, if I am going to write this book, what is my support look like? Who are the people I'm surrounding myself around? And again, am I celebrating and am I having fun throughout the process? So that's the fourth area. And then the final area of, of really building resilience is our innovation. And it's funny because innovation is anything new. So any way you challenge yourself. So for me at this point in my life, for me writing this book, I realized what was missing was I really needed this piece of innovation. And I think all of us at different we have to kind of listen to where our timing is. And sometimes people will start writing and something happens, you know, something tragic might happen and you may have to put it on hold for a month or two months or three months. And hey, life happens, but then you know, oh, you know what? Something is missing. And what happens with resilience and a lot of the research shows this is it's not always going to be easy. <laughs> We're going to have, you know, you might write a whole chapter that you have to rip up. You know, you're going to have those challenges and those failures. But what's so great about innovation is when you are challenging yourself and also working on the other four areas, well-being, self-awareness, brand, and connection, you're, again, you get those really good brain chemicals going, the dopamine's going, you have the energy, you have the drive. And before you know it, one of the things I found is that book just keeps happening chapter by chapter by chapter. What I decided to do for my innovation goal was I have my own business. I'm self-employed, but I decided to spend every Monday on the book. So I blocked out the day and financially I made it work. I said, we're just going to have to make this work. And it worked beautifully. So I just want to give you that little tip. Those of you that have already started, or if you've hit any challenges and feel like you're not getting anywhere to figure out your high energy times for innovation and hold on to that time because the first year I tried to do it, I did it on, tried on Saturdays, and I realized that's just not fair to anybody. I've been working full-time all week, and it's not fair to my children. It's not fair to my husband, and I was exhausted. But once I gave solid time, I could really see the goal happening. Awesome. So I hope I answered your question. <laughs> you absolutely did. I think you okay. gave me more than I bargained for. Not, but okay. like only in the best possible way. I'm like, wow, I wasn't expecting that much robustness. And I'm taking notes myself here on these five aspects of resiliency. I certainly hope you all are as well. Well-being, self-awareness, your brand, also known as your strengths, connection, and innovation. So thank you so much for there, sharing that. I mean, I feel like you really did just answer the question of the title of today's show, which is how to be a resilient author, those things right there. So excellent. Thank you so much, Beth. And I just want to like speak to the resiliency that you had to have into the process of like getting to the point where you found the right support to help you do this. Cause you had tried writing your book before, like you even invested, I think in one or maybe two Coaches yeah, I did. I did invest in, in one coach and I thought, I really thought it was so funny. I don't know why I thought, okay, I've been doing this forever. I don't know anything about writing a book, but everyone writes books. So it just must be, you know, must be something you can do. And again, I thought I'll just spend a few hours every Saturday. I hired this person who was a book coach and I felt so isolated. I was like, it was just, and again, it doesn't go back to anything that hits for me. 
And I will honestly say the piece that didn't work for me was I needed more of a connection. And the other thing I really needed for me was I needed time away from the house. So part of the strength of Christine's program is having an opportunity to for me, get on an airplane and fly to Pennsylvania. A lot of people just drove there, but I blocked out those retreat weeks and I made it to every single one. Again, I decided when I was writing this book, this was going to be the priority for that year. And I blocked it out. So I do a lot of training in companies. And again, saying yes and saying no. Sometimes I had to say no to, you know, make a really good training opportunity. But if I didn't say no, I wouldn't be away. And I would, and for me, again, just talking for myself, it was really productive to be in this room with like-minded, excited, inspirational people where everyone's writing these incredible motivational books where they're all different, but we would have lunches together, dinners together, and just, and again, there's that connection and that recharge. So for me, that was a piece that I needed. I know, you know, for some people that might not be a, is crucial, but for me, that that's what kind of, and Christine having a whole team of people. I wanted to share another piece going back to connection and innovation. I think this fits on a lot of these is built into Christine's program is also every Friday you get a check-in on how you're doing. And it's interesting because that's something I've done for years with my own coaching clients. And I never realized that I needed that for me for this book. So it's funny how it's funny how it, all the dots kind of connect when you write a book. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like we should give a shout out to your friend, Lisa, who was like, come on, Beth, I really think you should try this program. Have a good yes. feeling about it. So thank you, Lisa. And I wanted to tell this funny, quick little story because I was so frustrated and I was talking to her, I was so frustrated and it was 24 hours or less than that before the deadline. I think Christine's program was almost full. And my friend Lisa sent me this little video that Christine made. And it was Christine at the Hershey Park at the carousel. And it said, do you feel like you're just going round and round and round with your book? And that for me, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's me. So it was very interesting. I spoke to my husband that night and we were both signed up in a few hours later. So. I was very grateful. Oh, and I'm just so grateful. Like, I mean, where do you think you'd be now in your career if you hadn't moved forward with the book? Like, what would be different if you didn't do it? Like, what opportunities might have been missed or? Yeah. I mean, I think definitely I wouldn't, again, probably like I've been saying to so many people, the highlight for me of 2019 was being able to speak in England and then you know, have my husband come over and meet me after in London. And so for me, I think it's just, I really do think it goes back to that piece of innovation that I'm one of these people I feel really excited where my career has been, but I feel like it's given me that little spark of innovation that I'm not sure how that would have happened. And yeah. I've just gotten to collaborate with other, and when I was in the UK speaking with other resiliency experts that have written books, and I think that's the part I also love is collaborating with other people in the field, the whole field of burnout, the whole field of resilience. Now it's just, it's opened up a whole nother area of people for me to connect with, which is really fun. 
Yeah. Authorship, you know, I always say it opens doors for people that you don't even necessarily know are there when you're actually writing it, but it feels like it's just naturally opened these doors of opportunity and connections and collaborations and speaking, you know, stages and everything for you. And yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, it's really, and, and again, it's one of those things you really don't know. You don't know. So I think that's why you always have to focus on your resilience and keep yourself healthy because it's, it is, it's a challenging process, but a great process, but you have to keep yourself healthy and resilient to have the energy that's needed for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So as we kind of come into the close of this show today, which has just been such a joy. So I want to thank you for your time, but I also would love for you to share, like, what do you feel, Beth, is the single most important message that you want our listeners to walk away with regarding, you know, this whole writing and publishing sort of journey? What do you really want them? There's so much I know already that you've taken to heart as you've been listening, but like, what's that final nugget you want to leave them with? I think for me, the the nugget really is to get that journal and write down what you really want to do. So if you really want to write that book, get that journal, write it down and set a timeline for yourself. And even if you miss a deadline, just keep moving forward. And again, get the support, you know, surround yourself with good people and keep working on it. And I think that's the piece that's so important because it's so easy. Honestly, it is, it can be really frustrating when you hit those bumps, but I think it's also, it really does build our resilience. And I think it also builds, I think the other piece I want to say is to give yourself this gift for you, no matter what happens, like people would kept on asking me what I kept on saying, it's something I want to do for me. So even if I didn't get some of these opportunities, you know what, I would be completely thrilled because this is a gift I gave myself for the rest of my life. And it's so exciting for me to see that book on my bookshelf. And I think one of my best memories is seeing my daughters when we were at this little cute little bookstore in our town. We did a little benefit for a nonprofit with the book and seeing my daughters there helping to sell the book. And those are, those are memories that no one can ever take away from me, no matter what happened with the book. So I think I just want to emphasize that it really is a gift you give yourself after all that hard work. Uh, Yes. Oh my gosh. So well said. I have a copy of your book on my shelf as well. So, (laughs) And if you'd like to get a copy of Beth's book, you can head over, check out the show notes. There'll be a link there to Amazon to get a copy of her book. There's also a link to her website if you want to learn more about the work she does. And the other thing that's there, like if you like what you heard today, and I suspect you probably did because it was pretty awesome, is every single month, Beth shares a resiliency success strategy through her Spark Success Easing. It's an online newsletter. You can get it absolutely free. And again, you can just go to the show notes for today's show and you'll see all the links there to connect with Beth and get her Spark Success Easing and continue to stay connected with her and get what you need to be resilient as you continue on as an author. So I think that I feel like we could talk so much longer, but I feel like that's everything that we're going to cover in today's episode. Maybe we'll have you back another time, Beth. That would be great. It was really fun. (laughs) As you could tell. Oh, it was fun. It was nice to be at this point. (laughs) 
Yes, yes, yes. And we hadn't talked for a while because you did the program a little while ago. It's like, oh, it's just so good to hear your voice. And again, to just watch your success and all of it. It's awesome. So thank you, Beth, for your time. And thank you for, for everything. Oh, my pleasure. My absolute pleasure. And thank you all so much for being loyal listeners of the Get Your Book Done podcast. I appreciate you being here today. I wish you all resiliency as you proceed on your author journey. I'm excited to be with you on our next episode. And in the meantime, happy writing, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in. 